to see you back again. I know you've been working hard. Sit back, relax, take off your shoes, put your feet up, light a candle, open the fridge, grab yourself a snack. Time to get your fix of all the latest business tech and culture news. I need my fix, Rob. Press play. Hello and welcome to Business Fornell, Bradford. Uh, I've got your microphone. I'm using it. Sounds crisp. How are you today? Well, I'm feeling very low quality on this end because I don't have a microphone. I'm talking into the laptop, so I don't know how crystal clear this is going to be, but we're here, we're excited, uh, and we wouldn't miss an episode for the world. So, yeah, we're here. I can't believe I unpacked. When I unpacked my lappy, I realised that um, on last Friday we, we recorded with Eloise and Eloise. So if you haven't listened to our episode yesterday with the girls from Figure doing really interesting stuff, we haven't had a, a sex tech episode for a while. Uh, and us getting to chat about lube, Al Bradford. Was good. Is it really sex tech if it's lube? I think it's it's sex, the sex industry, isn't it? Like sex, sex it's not sex tech. No tech, just lube. It's probably no tech in there, but uh, no, it's all good. That was a really good chat. Honestly, they're cool. I like the branding. I just wish we were as cool as that, to be honest. I'll look at their stuff and go, can we just put a bit of funny business in there and just add our flavour? But they're, they're talking to their audience uh, and they got a really good product. So go check them out. Wet up. So good, mate. You, I feel like funny businesses could be a brand, uh, a sex brand. It could be. It could funny be. business. Yeah, up to some funny business. Could be many things. We were thinking dog poo bags, funny business. Duh, oh, you know, yeah, you've done your funny business. Yeah, everything is funny business, isn't it? It is. It's a bit shifty. It's a bit naughty, but it could be a bit cheeky. It could be a bit charming, you know, or it could just be funny, like it says in the title. So I don't know. How was you your long me? weekend, mate? How was your long weekend? Um. It's it's been it's been short for a long weekend. It's felt very short. We had uh, lots of family stuff on this weekend, so just seeing everyone for the first time in a, in a long time. So um, yeah, it's just pretty pretty crazy. I mean, we've got work stuff that's going bananas at the moment. We've got um, well, you went down Aries. I don't want to spoil what you've been doing, but you were down Aries in the freezing cold in the middle of winter. How was that for you? It was not too bad. We took uh, Emma and I went away for a bit of a getaway down there. Aries Inlet and took Matilda and it was just like the coldest few days and now she's feeling a bit crook and sick and we're just like fuck and it's not really a getaway when now when a baby that's not feeling 100 percent it's just worse shit worse shit just wanted to recharge you know what I mean so you're glad you went down there just to relax and come back with the sick baby now and you just gotta gotta deal with that yeah whatever you know that's that's the outcome but it was good to get away it was just the weather was um so cold, bro. So cold, rained the whole time. Just whatever. What did you have for dinner? What did you make? Uh, we made carbonara one of the nights, which was nice. We made a bit of a roast, um, had a bit of a small lamb roast, one of those like mini roasts, and had some a uh, bit of a Greek salad and some roast spuds, and roast tomatoes and stuff. It was pretty yum. Where did you buy the ingredients from locally for about 80, $89 an avocado? What's going on there? <laughs> we went to the Anglesey IGA, mate. Yeah, so it was was pretty steep, yeah. <laughs> what about that? Local, but fuck, it's hard sometimes, isn't it? Um, hey, we're going to give a shout-out to Narelle here on this episode or what? Oh, yeah, feeling feeling for mum, Narelle. She's uh, spent the night in hospital just dealing with a bit of pain on her legs, so big shout-out to her. I know she'd be listening. She loves the podcast and, you know, just hoping she feels better soon. Well, that's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. You want to get into the headlines? Let's get into the headlines. You've got them. Come on. 
All right, this one comes from Mr. Han, editor at LinkedIn News. Startups feel VC funding crunch. Venture capitalists were once willing to back cash-burning startups, but the recent collapse of two grocery delivery startups suggests the cash might be drying up. Startups and tech companies are beginning to feel the crunch as venture capitalists tighten their purse strings. Venture capital firms were once willing to pour money into disruptive companies like Uber, but they're becoming more conservative with cash as interest rates and inflation start to rise, the Guardian Australia reports. In the past three months, two venture backs. Uh, two venture capital-backed grocery delivery startups, Send and Quico, have collapsed. Accreditors' report shows Send burned through 11 million bucks in just eight months, with 5.5 million of it spent on staff salary and wages. Meanwhile, in a worrying development for Australia's venture capital sector, US investment giant Franklin Templeton has slashed the value of its stake in Canberra by nearly 60%. Do you think it will be will get harder for startups to secure funding in the current economic climate? Uh, not unless they're solving the problem of funding in the current economic climate. If there's a startup out there that's solving that problem, I think they might get a bit of funding. But uh, I think everything's just getting a bit tighter now, isn't it? Like the world's sort of heading towards a recession. Australia's heading towards a recession. I don't know. The, the rumours are spilling. That's just what people are talking about. But who knows? I just think... Money is sparse at the moment, uh, so people will try to hold on to their cash because everything's got. There's a lot, lot of stuff going on, and it's better probably in your pocket than anyone else's, isn't it? Hey, Eleven mil in eight months, five and a half mil spent on salary, five and a half mil on salary and wages in eight months. I wonder how who what 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 staff are getting paid. Is it the founders just putting putting five mil in each, or what's going on there? Well, this is something that we talk about a lot, right? And we've talked about it on our, our new job who this podcast presented by Seek about mm. tech jobs and the boom. But we've also talked a lot about perks that companies mm. offer and it's just becoming unrealistic. It's created an inflated market and an inflated sense of self-worth. There was an interesting article that came out uh, last week by uh, Luxury Escapes, Adam Schwab, talking about the entitlement of the tech, indus- tech industry. Like I didn't agree with everything he talked about, like everyone had to be back on site and he went full he went full Elon Musk all of a sudden, you know, but like it made me laugh the, the part where he talked about how entitled the tech industry was. And it, for he rattled off teachers and nurses and people who couldn't work from home. And that, that part really resonated with me because I talk about that a lot. And um, this just makes me laugh a little bit because people who are really, they're just job doers, like he mentioned in the, in the article, job doers who are making 200 grand a year. You know what I mean? But for a business that falls flat, that's not their money. No, it's no one. It's no one's actual money. It's just some other. I don't give a fuck. And now it collapses, and five point five million bucks worth of wages, eleven million bucks in eight months, just gone. It's a lot of cash, isn't it? It's a lot of money just going through that system there for it to just shut down and just sayonara. You know, that's a it's crazy times we're living in, isn't it? What do you think of um, Adam Schwab's article in the AFR? Uh, I like the fact that he had he shared an opinion and it got people talking in the comments. I know there was people from Atlassian and all these sort of other companies in the comments. Just there's a few disagreements. And stuff. I think the, some of the language he used was provocative. I think just to get to stir people up a little bit, like task. That's filler. why you write. That's why you write opinion yeah, articles, yeah, yeah. though, is it? No, task fillers calling people working from home task fillers. I'm sure there's lots of people who work from home that aren't that that just would have said straight up, "That's not me," because I've been doing it for years and I've got to run a successful. I could get that, but. I just think it was just to provoke the the conversation. He's a smart man, Adam Schwab. He's not he's not stupid, you know. Um, love what he, we had actually had him on the pod, so you can go back and listen to that episode. We get deep into some 
he actually gets a little bit political in, in that episode too. He, he talks about the future of work and actually it's probably a really good episode to go back and listen to. Um, I think that was late last year, but um, I li- I, honestly, I liked it because it sparked the conversation and it was good reading the comments on LinkedIn to see what other people thought. And I just don't think anyone's got the right answer. You know, everyone can say, oh, everyone, I want to be glass half full, but yeah, at some point you've got to be a bit of a realist and understand the way the whole world works and not just your industry. So uh, it was well, good. I like one of the ones around like Atlassian and stuff talking about like the biggest tech companies because they've got all the cash in the world and they've got heaps of headcount. Mm. They can really afford to do that. Hey, do you want to remote you want to be remote for forever? Go for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I look at some of these other companies who are trying to build culture and they want to do this like the startups and they they want people back in the office because they want to build team rapport and, and things like that. So hearing like hearing stories lately about people refusing to go back into the office when they've been re- requesting back in for like team days and all sorts of stuff. For me, that just, it blows my mind a little bit. You're happy to put your hand out for the paycheck. Mm. I'm sorry, but if, if you want to have to come in one or two days a week, but you still got five days, including weekends that you're at home, that's still a good balance for me. It used to be five days on site and two days at home. Mm. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, I think that's a pretty fair compromise, isn't it? Well, cause I can see like, you're going from the business owner point of view to the worker point of view. And it depends out the culture there. You might not like the work and go, fuck, that's the last thing I want to do after two years is go back into work because I hate that. You can probably find out the ones that don't really want to be there by the ones who don't want to come in for them team days. And I think it's easier to probably trim the fat if you're just looking at people who just aren't motivated to get back and do a good job. And maybe it, like maybe you look inwards and go, why don't they want to come back? Are we not? It, it, sometimes you can overthink that too. So it's just a big, big problem, isn't it? All right, let's move on. Miss a hand. Another one. She's dropping bombs this week. Gen Zs are stressed about money. Are you Gen Z or millennial and struggle struggling with financial anxiety? You're not alone. A Deloitte Global survey found younger generations are constantly stressed about money with the cost of living concerns at the top of their mind. Nearly half of Gen Z and millennials live paycheck to paycheck and worry they won't be able to pay their bills and expenses, according to a, a, a Deloitte Global survey. The survey also found that one third of Gen Zs and millennials are worried about the cost of living. 43% of Gen Z and 33% of millennials say they have a second job. Um, top side hustles include selling products and services online, consulting, running their own businesses and social media influencing. A small number of Gen Zs, 15% and millennials, 13% have relocated to less expensive cities in order to save money. One 20-year-old, a 21-year-old Australian student who participated in the survey said, I do think our generation struggles with high cost of living and financial concerns. I think the housing market at the moment is just crazy and it's nothing like our parents' generations face. I currently have three jobs. I have to do this in order to make enough money to live my life as a full-time student. What are your thoughts? Oh, it is, it's hard, bro. And I always look back at, I have friends like Shane, Shane McNeil, who we're all good friends of. He always had a job, even through high school and stuff, where he got paid the most money. Like he figured out a way where, like the movies, you know what I mean? Instead of working at Macca's, he worked at the movies and got better shifts and got better cash because yeah, it's, it's thinking about it. You know, it's hard because it's, there's no one there saying all the right things going, this is where you get the most, this, you, ha- you have to figure it out. And it, it's hard. It is hard. And that's financial stress is the biggest fucking stress ever, isn't it? For real. It is. Oh, for sure. For sure. This makes me laugh thinking back. I know they, they talked about the housing market. And I always just think back to like my parents or your parents' age thinking you could buy a house for a can of Coke and a, and a, and a pie, couldn't you? Yeah, but it was like inflation, bro. It was like 50 cents. You know, you got paid 50 cents a week, didn't you? Yeah, but still, now like having to come up with like a six-figure house deposit to get in the market, you're like, what? 
You will own nothing and you will be happy. No, no, no I talked about that last week. You know, I'm, I own nothing and I'm, I'm pretty miserable, you know? <laughs> I just think you're just miserable whether you've got money or not. You know what I mean? I just reckon life's a bit miserable, you know? Yeah, I just think that's no wonder they're feeling the pinch. It's, it's pretty scary thinking about how much debt the world's gone into, the current state of crisis, we've got an ageing population that, at the end of the day, it's just all these new people that all the younger generations come through. They care about climate change. They care about all this other stuff. They're like, hey, we're going to be left holding the bag. You haven't fixed any solutions. You just got us it's fucked. We go to uni. We get a massive hex debt. We've got no job security. The climate's fucked. We're in mm. heaps of debt and mm. I can't get a house. So what What do I, I do next? I don't trust you anymore. I don't. Sorry, yeah. I don't trust you. I don't trust the path that you, that you lay, lay out for me because all the things that are out of my control, you fuck me. Yeah, it's a lot of, I think the, the younger generation know a lot more now. Like, well, not even if they don't know it in depth, they see a lot more. Enough. They, they hear enough stuff. They see enough stuff because of technology. And it, no wonder there's heaps of mental health issues because they're looking at life going back. It's going to be a pretty big slog for me. But I just, it keeps coming back to the point of some, maybe ignorance is bliss sometimes, you know? Maybe ignorance is bliss and just not even worried about things like that. And just every day is just like waking up, looking at the, smelling the roses and just how good that I'm just here today, you know? Just practice your wrestling moves in your bungalow out the back and, and have all your posters on the wall and have a good life. Funny, in stressful times, I actually go back to the childhood stuff of what I used to do to chill out and it's uh, maybe it's just a natural response. So there's probably something in that. I probably should have saved that for tomorrow's episode. But hey, let's, like, don't, don't get into it then. Don't get into it. Save it tomorrow. But, all right, Food Tech Unicorn Notco reveals plans to manufacture its plant-based products down under. This one comes from Gazar. Gazala Anva, smart company. Notco, a Chilean-born New York-based food tech unicorn. Fuck, it's a mouthful. <laughs> Get it, food tech? All right. Has unveiled plans to establish Australian production facilities in 2023 following a soft release of its plant-based milk, beef, and chicken products. Notco's incursion into Australia's plant-based meat and dairy products come just as local competitor Eden Brew raised $6.9 million to launch an animal-free dairy product replicating the natural fermentation process of cow's milk. Speaking to Smart Company CEO and founder Notco, Matthias Muchnik said Australia's particularly with the youth, is influencing consumption behaviour towards more sustainable alternatives. While meat and dairy are part of Australia's traditional primary industries, the highest growth demographic, Muchnik notes, are environmentally conscious and are leading the preferences on consumption. This is directly related to the response Notco has received since it launched its plant-based milk substitute product, Not Milk, this month. Currently, Not Milk is available in 100 Woolworths, stores across Australia at a price of $5, with Not Burger, $3.75, and Not Chicken Nuggets, $8.50, also available at limited Woolworths stores. What do you think about this stuff? Well, we're just talking about the money and being tied on things. If I've, If there's all these new alternatives for stuff and it's like, expensive it's probably i I wouldn't want to try it you know like in a time like this i'm going back to the basics bro give me give me what i know it is cheap and affordable and all these new things are just i know some crumb chicken strips let me can put in some little chili chicken strips in the oven is that what you think five bucks for six i think it is so it's a bargain ingham's they're just on fire but don't you reckon like oh there's so many i i I think about this shit a lot there's so many different products out there that are just they're all they're either doing the same i think if, if all these businesses are solving the same problem, why shouldn't they just join forces? And it's all about money, yeah? So if they just all joined up and just, if it's all for the greater good and we're doing things for the planet, then all join forces and it's not about money. It's about doing the right thing for the planet. So I say that with all of all, every fucking thing in the world. I, yeah? I don't want to drop $8.50 on not chicken nuggets. Oh, bro. 
I'll go to the I'll go to the servo down in Torquay and get a couple of Bay Marie dimmies and a couple of chicken strips and spend four bucks fifty. You know. You know what you're getting. Oh, look, I know there's a time for new, and I know that you. But I think everything's too new now. You need to stick. There needs to be some more basics out there because there's just a lot of trash and shit out there, isn't there? Like, oh, no, you got to taste this one. It's better than this one. They're well, all Bill shit. Gates said the other day he's got all this fun. So we're going to be eating insects and bugs and shit. I just think I, the way the world's going, the type of diet that we're going to have in the future. I don't really want to eat fucking made up chicken nuggets and insects, and I don't want. I don't want to eat that stuff. I don't want to. Just but if the, if the climate collapses and that's all the crops are fucked and we can't eat anything else, I'll be at the front of the line for those for those little bugs. Don't don't worry about that. No, we'll see. I'm I'm thinking the opposite. I'm thinking going back to the damper days. You know, I mean, surely that's not much. You just go to the the bakery or whatever and just get the damper and just roll that bad boy up. And I could have damper. I could have spaghetti toasties for seven days a week. I reckon for dinner, what, like a can of spaghetti, like in the yeah, spaghetti in a jaffle or on toast or something, buttered toast or something. I, I love that. I love spaghetti toasties. I could eat that every day. Though. Like, I, see, when people are like, I feel sorry for the people who go out for the fancy dinners all the time. You know what I mean? They won't be able to afford it now. You know? Hey, go and get your can of. Uh, do you like the spaghetti with extra cheese, or do you like just yeah? You know, they have sometimes the cans with the extra cheese in them. Oh look, I was I was actually funny you say that. I actually saw that on the shelf next to the one that I normally get the normal plain one, and I was, I was thinking about it, and then I'm like, I don't want to fuck with what I've already. Um, yeah, there's no point trying anything new. Not the way your palate works. Don't like trying new things. Oh, I used to until until the uh, until we're in a b- big bad recession. Now I'm just uh, I'm just looking at like the home the Aldi two minute noodles. They taste good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anyway, happy Tuesday. Plenty going on this week. Uh, articles seem a bit depressing this week. Oh, look, it is a pretty depressing time in the world. But uh, hopefully tomorrow, Wellbeing Wednesday, you know that we come glass half full. So let us have this day to digest and, and chat about these things because they are important. But also give us a chance to bring it back tomorrow with a bit of lighthearted entertainment and uh, a bit of things that we're doing for our mental well-being. So maybe we can have a long, hard think about that before we uh, do tomorrow's step and bring the heat and bring the energy because uh, we know you want it. Hey, you wrapped that up perfectly. Thank you so much. See you tomorrow. This has been a Wellbeing Network podcast. <laughs>